What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Just Your Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright, joined by Mr. William Monroe. How you doing, Will? Steve, doing well. Uh, it's been, what, a couple weeks here since our last podcast, right? Yeah, two weeks. We had the two uh, weeks. like our draft review. That's what it was, yeah. So a few weeks even since our last um, mock draft, I guess it is. Uh, yeah, and those were the rookie mocks. Um, yeah. We haven't done we... a real mock since, like, the March, we don't know what ADPs are going to yeah. look like kind of one. Yeah. First one of, like, the true mock Yeah, season, this is the I first guess, real one, yeah. Into. Yep, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was telling you a little bit about, certain, you know, in the market for searching for a home, so that's been going on for me, but didn't also mention that I, um have something in common with a lot of these fancy players that we uh we we've been redraft we here and 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 are going crazy over all yeah. season i uh pulled my hamstring the other weekend oh really i tell you i'm never going to complain about a player with a pulled <laughs> hamstring again it is the worst wow okay interesting yeah, yeah I, I don't i don't think i've known anyone that's actually done that before yeah it um i was actually water skiing and as I got up for like the fourth kind of run at it, as I was getting up, both of my legs kind of popped out like a split. Both of the water skis popped out, and I felt my right hamstring. Uh, luckily, I had one of my friends is a PT, so she was able to have me do a few stretches to see if it was torn, and I passed both of those tests, so definitely okay, not good, good, good. torn hamstring, which is a good one. But it is likely a pull, and... And, you know, unfortunately, they can range from, like, a couple weeks to, like, six weeks. And that's why I think it's – we see it with these players. You, you just don't know how long it's going to last. They can linger if you come back too soon. So it's really interesting that um, I'm, I'm kind of going through it here and, and, and learning what they have to go through. I'm sure, you know, it's a little easier when you're a professional athlete. That's your job. Like, you don't have to go do – x y and z throughout the day you can literally just rehab or just stay off your leg or do exactly what you need ice the right regiments but yeah it is an absolute pain it's just it's like it's not super sore it's tight and a little bit sore but you have to have it compressed all the time you got to be icing it a lot and then you just really have to like only walk and walk slow so like no exercise no running it's just and, uh, it, it, it's just more of an inconvenience than anything that, that apparently lingers for a while. I, I will take you off my draft board. I'm not <laughs> play around with that. <laughs> Definitely not a high pick here, as, uh, as, as it looks like you and I both have for today's mock draft. Yeah, uh, I ended up with the 101. Uh, it, that'll be interesting. Um, and you and the 104. Um, one of fours right behind you we'll be able to steal each other's players yeah yeah um, fun. so we'll see how it goes it was i was kind of hoping for a turn but i wanted the other turn um so kind of the opposite of what i was looking for mm-hmm. but uh yeah we'll see how it goes um again i'm not sure how accurate the adps were when we did one back in whatever march april um, mm-hmm. so it'll be good to to see where the ADPs fall, what you know, running back values are, are what t- tight end landscapes looking like, the quarterbacks, who can we wait on? So, uh, yeah, I'm excited, man. Yeah, and then it's it's interesting. Usually, you know, when we're in here doing mock drafts, I've got you know a bunch of color all over my board here. I've got the guys starred here on sleeper, and you know, queued up and all. It's a fresh start. I have you know, I think we just kind of were winging it there on the last one because that was in March and. 
this is the first one I'll be doing, uh, and I'm sure this will kind of get me in the rhythm of doing them just here and there in the free time and get into it. But this will be my first one here, so I don't have any, you know, unless I can think of them throughout the draft. No, like, sleepers, no my guys or anything just yet. Yeah, same. We'll see. You know, we'll let the, uh, the ADPs determine it, and this is kind of, yeah, like you said, just the beginning, and then we'll start forming strategies uh, now, I guess. So, yeah. And then, uh, uh, you know, I know we have, you have a trip coming up here. So, you know, TBD, but the idea here going forward through the draft season itself will be just about every week we'll be doing mock drafts. Um, so we'll see as we come up in the next few weeks, but we should be able to enable it to have still just, uh, it's still at least one every week coming up. Yeah. Do some pre recording. Yeah. You could do that with mocks. Not with news, exactly. Max. Yeah, a little bit easier. Yeah, just a tad bit. Um, cool. So, yeah, you ready to uh, get the ball rolling? Yeah, let's get it started here. I'm uh, a little. I don't really know what I'm going to do here. For is a couple of guys that are interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's a. You got an easy one. I got an easy one. You, uh, you not so much. But not uh, yeah, an yeah. enviable position. We can get going. Um, you need to start it. A uh, little. Different R R end with you being the captain on this one. Captain, I like that sound. We should do this more often. <laughs> Might have to. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So Steve is on the board. Ten minutes on the clock, and this is a tough one. The one oh one. Yeah, I mean, I do. Part of me wants to take CMC. Yeah, um, it's just because I, it's been how many years in a row that that's just been the lock in easy pick. Yeah, I, I like bobbing when everyone else is weaving you know when mm-hmm. people were taking barkley i was taking cmc when cmc was taking i i think i went barkley that didn't work uh near mm. cmc to be fair <laughs> um and now it feels like okay jonathan taylor's the the smash guy and he, he just probably won't be you know it's they flip yeah. flop back I mean, and forth i like the offense i mean matt ryan is definitely an upgrade from carson Big time. i mean maybe he doesn't have you know the pure ceiling so that's what one or two games but that pure ceiling game probably doesn't help jonathan taylor in that game you know maybe he gets a couple catches but that's a you know four touchdown 300 yard game and i don't even know if we saw too many of them last year but i think matt ryan just from a game management standpoint you know he's going to get everyone involved and he should just overall make the offense function better which is hopefully going to have more opportunities for jt in the red zone yep and that's pretty much it i mean at the end of the day i can Definitely see, you know, someone like CMC or Derrick Henry or, you know, Eckler, you know, a bunch of people ending up as one over Taylor, but his offense is solid. Um, and that's really the big difference maker. So I'm just going to lock him in. Not a big surprise to anyone. Uh, Cooper Cup. Wow. <laughs> Cooper Cup going 102 and then Justin Jefferson 103. Let me just double check. I don't think the settings are anything special, but it is full PPR, so maybe that's why they're looking to grab some of these receivers. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, PPR. I've seen the the fantasy football is talking about taking cup, you know, 101 if if that's what you wanted to do. So, yeah. yeah it's I mean, not no a it's not crazy. Jefferson's a I mean, he's obviously very good. It's just kind of surprising to see. Yeah, well, it throws me for a loop a little bit. I was not going to take Henry, so I was hoping that he would have went there. He's someone, I just the whole offense, I want to stay away from, especially in redraft this year. I mean, Henry's probably still going to be good. Still has the pure upside of, you know, being that 101. Um, but I think the floor is just lower than just about, you know, everyone we're going to see in the next, you know, roundish, maybe round and a half, especially the running backs. So, 
just putting CMC aside for a minute, because he's going to be basically the com- compared to most of the guys. Four guys I was thinking about here with the idea that McCaffrey and Henry go. Looking at Beckler, Cook, Harris, and Mixon. And I think there's an argument that could be made for most of them. Um, I think Eckler, especially in full PPR, you know, you, you can make a huge argument for him. They, I think he would have been my pick. He's in a he traditional probably kind of was, yeah. CMC, Henry and, goes, I mean, yeah, it'd probably be Eckler. It would be Eckler, right? And then, you know, it, it, let's say he goes at three, then, you know, it's it's Cook, Harris, and Mixon. And, and I love Harris, especially in, you know, any type of dynasty or keeper league. He's, you know, really a no-brainer. He's a little older, but still, you know, for, a little older as he came out for rookie, but still, you know, a, a good young quarter, running back. And rookie quarterback, we'll see if, you know, he gets some checkdowns. I don't know if he can get more checkdowns than he got his rookie year, but... He's good. Mixon is really intriguing to me, though. I think they've done everything possible to make the offensive line better. And they, the offensive line was really bad as it was. So they didn't have to do too much to really improve it. But that offense is still going to be really good. So Mixon is intriguing. I think he has, you know, top six, top eight upside, um, you know, in drafts here. And, yeah, if the offense is is humming and and it just so happens that they punch it in through the ground more often, not more often, but more than you know you would, the, he's going to be projected for. You could see him in the top five. I could see you know, with pure upside, I could see him as one of the few guys that has that one on one potential. So, I think Mixon is someone that I'll probably be maybe a little higher on than most. Um, Dalvin Cook uh, also right there. He's kind of tried and true. It's, you know, more you're just worried about the overall injury concern. But the last three years, 13 games last year, 14 and 14. So I think the first, you know, his first year or two with the injury concerns, we've kind of spelled that a little bit as he's been pretty consistent. Mixon has his own injury concerns as well. But last year, 16, two years ago, 16. So at this point, maybe we're putting 2020 in the rear view as well. But yeah, I think it's just, you know, Eckler is just, on a phenomenal offense, looks to be pretty much the lead dog. I don't think there's really a ton of competition behind him or anything that you're scared of. So, you know, he would be the pick here, but with McCaffrey still on the board, I almost don't want to take McCaffrey because I don't think he would be here at four, right? I almost want to try to build a team. I mean, what do you think? Do you think there's any opportunity that he's ever available at four? I do. And I was actually going to say something like I can see this situation playing out because you're coming off back to back years of McCaffrey getting hurt. You have an unknown quarterback situation. You have a coach that could be fired in the middle of the season. Like I could see wanting to avoid McCaffrey. And then you kind of spelled it out for Derrick Henry. Like that whole team got downgraded. Uh, He's also coming off an injury, not on the right uh, side of the age spectrum. Not that he's old, but he's not no, in the right area. So I can see avoiding he's on him a too. lot of carries. Yeah, he has. So I can see avoiding both of those. Um, now, do I think it's going to happen in, in a great regular fashion? Probably not. Uh, but I, I could see this popping up for sure. Yeah. Now in your yeah. position, you know, as the first mock of the year, I probably would go Eckler and take your quote unquote reasonable take just so you yeah. have a, like a good baseline for, you know, establishing strategies for mocks moving forward. Yeah. I think that's where I'm looking and who knows, maybe that ends up just putting, pushing McCaffrey down and we're, we're single-handedly ruining his ADP by, uh, by letting him fall more. In this <laughs> but 
Yeah, I mean, it would be tough. I think it would be a decision. Like, there would be your, you know, your, a camp that just says, what are you doing? You took four minutes to talk about these other running backs. McCaffrey's there. Just lock it in. And then they would have the other, you know, other extreme that looks at the last two years. And he has not been healthy. He's played three games in 2020, seven games in 2021. Um, now he's been the model of health before that. 17, 18, 19, he played in 16 games. Um, and he was, you know, that elite level guy, but the last two years he wasn't. So it would be a conversation. I mean, push comes to shove. I don't know that I could pass on McCaffrey there, but for just kind of building a team purposes and figuring out what would be there at four, I think Eckler's much more available. So I'm going to go Eckler here. You know, McCaffrey's definitely in consideration. And I think, you know, Mixon probably would be, Mixon and Cook are close, but Mixon probably would be my next guy as well. So if it went something like McCaffrey, Henry, and CMC, I, or McCaffrey, um, Eckler, and CMC, let's say, I would not be, you know, n- not at this stage right now. I would consider Mixon here in the top four or five. Yeah, I think that's fair. Definitely. And that's part of the reason why I like kind of being in that six, seven, eight spot. It's because you yeah. have him a lot of guys and starts a running back run here um so after i take Eckler, mccaffrey goes as you would imagine at five dalvin cook at six Derek henry at seven Najee harris at eight so a little bit of a run on the running backs we talked about jamar chase at nine <clears throat> Devontae adams at 10 there's joe mixon at 11 and, and i believe he was ranked at 11 so doesn't you know my rankings have him a little higher but he definitely you know went to where the ADP would have put him. Um, next, Stephon Diggs, Devontae, or DeAndre Swift, Mark Andrews, Travis Kelty uh, go at two and three of the of the second round there. So interesting to see some t- tight ends going early second. I know we had a couple years where Kelsey was sneaking into the first, but yeah, that's pretty early for two tight ends. What do you think there? Yeah, agreed. Usually it was, uh, you know, Kelsey in the back end of the first and then Kittle in the middle of the second or late second. Uh, yeah, now it's, it's bumping up and I don't know if this, cause you know, people's strategies are, are shifting and like, you have to grab one of the top, you know, three tight ends, four tight ends. Depends who you put in that pool. Like Waller, if memory serves, wasn't great last year for fantasy. And then, mm-hmm. you know, has Adams to contend with this year. Um, it's been a couple years since Kittle was, you know, an elite guy, and I believe he's banged up already. So it depends who you put in that pool. Um, I'm sure some would argue it's just Kelsey and Andrews. So I'm sure that's what's pushing up the ADP, I would think. Yeah, you'd think. Um, but it's interesting to see them going earlier. We'll see, you know, in future drafts where they end up. Um, CD Lamb goes four, Tyreek five, Alvin Kamara six, Josh Allen, first quarterback off the board. And, and to no surprise, Josh Allen, I mean, after last year, you can probably still make the case him or Mahomes, but Allen seems to have the more well-rounded team and weapons overall. Um, and then Nick Chubb goes next here at 208, so it gets to me. So coming up to me, I've got Saquon Barkley, running back-wise. Saquon Barkley, Javante Williams, Aaron Jones, Leonard Fournette, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, a couple guys, uh, a little bit of a drop-off there. Um, so I think for me, if I'm looking running back, I haven't even looked at the other positions yet. Javante Williams sticks out as the guy for me. I think the return of Melvin Gordon is almost more of a blessing for you know anyone that wants to draft him ADP-wise. I think he is still 
you know, maybe it's a 1A, 1B to start, but he's just so talented. And while they may pass the ball more, I think they're going to be overall more successful with Russell Wilson there. So Javante Williams is probably going to be the pick, but I do want to take a gander at some of these other positions as I haven't. Saquon's interesting. I think he looks to be healthier, and we'll see. You know, they finally had a nice regime change, but he's kind of in that CMC camp where, like, you got to prove it type of thing. He's had a couple of injured years. Played 13 games last year, so played most of the games, but finished 30th in PPR. You're not 30th at the running back position, that is, in PPR. You're not going to be too thrilled about that. So he's someone that, I mean, here – you consider him absolutely at the end of the second round, especially to you know, pair with an Austin Eckler. But I think just the upside of Jonathan Williams with the safety I already have in Eckler is, is hard to pass up. Uh, quarterbacks, not really consideration here as we talked about all of them there, but Josh Allen, tight ends. You, you can make the argument Kyle Pitts. I, I do think he's going to have a good year, but I don't know I could take him over um, some of the running backs that are there. And then if we're looking at wide receiver, we've got uh, Debo Samuel, AJ Brown, Mike Evans. We've got, got Keenan Allen, T. Higgins, Deontay Johnson. So some interesting options. I don't think anyone sticks out. Maybe Mike Evans, I guess, probably the most. Um, but for me, it's going to be it's going to be taking Devonte Devonte Williams here. Anybody you hope falls to you with uh, just a couple picks to you till you're up? Aaron Jones. Uh, would be my guy. In fact, I'm I'm considering going back to back running backs, and just seeing you know what kind of wide receiver grouping I could put together if I start with three running backs on the turn. Um, it's kind of scary, but I might do it just to uh, play around and see what happens. Yeah, there I've got. There's definitely someone I'm interested in as well. So we'll see <clears throat> what happens. You know, the picks around us and your picks and how that affects. I'll uh, let you know what I was thinking, depending on what's available there. But I'll be taking Javante Williams here. Javante goes, then goes Debo and Saquon <laughs> Barkley to oh, you. So you fished man. your wish. Yeah, I did. And uh, man, I, I'm scared to do it because I'm, I'm really curious what the wide receiver grouping is going to look like. Um, but Aaron Jones to me is just a smash, especially here. Like I would take Aaron Jones before Swift. And like that back of the first kind of area, like there's just yeah. I mean, the offense weapons. is back. There's no weapon, so like, is it going to be more check down? Are they going to try to run the ball more? We don't know. Uh, there's definitely downside. I think with um, well, like I don't say, AJ Dillon's still there. You know, maybe AJ comes in, it becomes more of a split backfield. But yeah, I definitely know what you mean. It, it's it's hard to pass him up there, and he was. He was in consideration, you know, if Javante wasn't there, it was probably him or Saquon, and I probably would have leaned to him, I think, as a little safer, or maybe just go receiver. So I, I don't fault you there for looking at him. Yeah, so I'm just going to lock him in. Um, and the other one that I want, I mean, it's between Zeke and Fournette, and I think it's going to be Fournette for me, um, as much as I still don't like him long term. Um you know, I've always said on the pod, you know, I think he's somebody just going to disappear one day. And you saw this offseason where he's a free agent and didn't sign anywhere, was looking, you know, met with New England. I mean, that's not going to be a good situation. So, like, I, I still hold there. No, so I, I still hold that, that position of like after this year and Tom Brady retires, maybe he's probably just gone. 
um, mm-hmm. relevant. But for this year, you know, Ronald Jones is gone. It's kind of you know, the last dance kind of a deal, seemingly. Yeah. So, you know, no reason not to, to ride him into the ground, I guess. So I feel like he's safer. I think, you know, Zeke probably has better upside, but Pollard could be taking away, you know, snaps, uh, pass catching, like and Pollard could do some damage, where I just don't see that happening to Fournette. So we'll see, uh, you know, I'm comfortable with either of them. It's just waiting, you know, 24 picks or whatever to start grabbing wide receivers. And I'm yeah, also, I'm, I'm in mock- the same boat trying to figure out what I want to do with this third pick as well, having two running backs. So, so far we are <clears throat> thinking the same way. And then on the tight end scale, you know, we're kind of, I'm forced definitely to wait. You know, you could still grab a, a Pitts, a, a Kittle, a Waller, you know, Hawkinson, if you put them in that tier. I'm probably looking at maybe like that Goddard tier. I don't know if anybody really wants that. Um, but we'll see. Let's, uh, we'll play the game and uh, see what happens. Uh, Pitts will not be available to you. He went with the 302 and then AJ Brown went right after that. I'm sure you were eyeing him to some degree. So you are on the clock, my friend. Yeah, AJ, if, if I was going receiver, it would be him or Evans. And I think he's got more upside because it's all really tied to Jalen Hurts in the offense. Um, I think they they could have a lethal receiver core because I do think Devontae Smith is really going to step up this year. He showed it flash last year. He they, you know, they did everything they could to make sure he broke Deshaun Jackson's record and the kind of rookie record in the last season or last game of the season. And uh, he just, he looked like he had it. It's something that, you know, maybe the rest of the league doesn't see, but as an Eagles fan, taking a couple receivers early and multiple years in a row, he, he just, it just looks different. You could tell here already in year one, different than Rager, different than J-Job, even Aguilar. Aguilar flashed, but he, he looked good, but not, you know, not elite. Devontae Smith looked different and and I'm, I think by comparison you could see it and it's going to have a lot of um a lot of a lot of coverage you know looking at the corner two a lot so I think both he and, and AJ Brown are going to have good years <clears throat> it's all going to depend on the passing volume right do they cannibalize each other a bit but it's a little riskier there whereas Mike Evans I think is a lot safer so for me, it's it's down to Mike Evans or Zeke. Zeke was the one I was hoping would get back to me. And as you mentioned, it's do you go with that third running back and lock it in? I, I mean, I think people are down on Zeke, and I was for a bit, but I, I've turned around. I just think they need weapons on the offense. Losing Amari Cooper, got some injuries at the receiving option. I, you know, going into the year, who's the wide receiver too, right? You have Gallup coming off the injury. You have James Washington just signing there, and then uh, the rookie. So uh, it's not a guaranteed that someone's going to be there. It's probably Blake, uh, not Blake Jarwin. Dalton Schultz is probably your number two receiving option. So I think they're going to rely on the run more. And I think Zeke still has a little left in the tank. He's only twenty six, and he came in early, right? He's got a ton of carries under his belt. So that's, you know, overall tough to see, you know, getting 300 carries looks like three times already, but he's been over two, you know, like 240 or more every other. So he's, he's got a lot of mileage on him, but getting Zeke, it, it just you know, would be nice. So I'm, I'm really torn because I think there's a drop off there <clears throat> and then there's also a drop off at running back. So 
it, for me, I'm looking, you know, do I go Mike Evans and then, you know, next round have an opportunity at like a Jacobs, Dobbins, Brees Hall, you know, Travis Etienne as a third running back, or do I take Zeke and look at my first receiver being McLaurin, Metcalf, DJ Moore, um, Mari Cooper. I think that's a little scarier, especially just the position, you know, locking it down. So I'm going to zig while you zag there, take the positional flexibility and going to go with Mike Evans here. So lock Mike Evans in. That makes sense. Cause when you're rattling off of those wide receivers, you were scaring me. So yeah, yeah. that, uh, that doesn't bold well for me, but we'll see. Yeah, we will see. We'll see how many goes. Doesn't looks like it's a, not a ton went. Um, definitely more running backs. So I think that played to your favor. So after me, second quarterback off the board and Patrick Mahomes, Zeke Elliott, Keenan Allen, David Montgomery, George Kittle, Justin Herbert, Cam Akers at the turn, Terry McLaurin and James Connor uh, coming back. Deontay Johnson, Antonio. Gibson, T. Higgins, Josh Jacobs, Brees Hall, first rookie off the board here, Darren Waller, and DK Metcalf. So a lot of running backs go. Definitely something that I thought was a possibility. Um, now, you know, looking at the running backs available, I've got Dobbins, Etienne, uh, Elijah Mitchell, Clive Zolaire, decent options. Um, and then, you know, looking at receivers, Mari Cooper, DJ Moore, Jalen Waddle, Jerry Judy. Uh, I think the receiver position is a little more appealing. Now, I, I don't have much help when I look at the teams behind me because you have no receivers. Team three has no running backs. And team two is well-balanced with one tight end and one of each. So don't exactly know what's going to happen there, but I think I like the top end of the receivers more. <clears throat> DJ Moore, Jalen Waddle, Mark Cooper, all great. Drew Judy, good as well. I don't really want to, you know, double too much down on Denver, especially this early when I have the flexibility. So if I go receiver, I think it's going to be Amari Cooper. I love, you know, what Waddle did last year, but with Tyreek there, I, I think Cooper is is in line to really have a, a good year. The targets are going to be there. A lot of people have discounted him as well because they traded him, but I think that was purely a, a cap situation thing. I think he's still got a lot in the tank. So Cooper would be the receiver option. If I'm looking at running back, you got Dobbins, Etienne, Mitchell. All three of them are solid. Um, Clyde is even there, Miles. So there's some decent options that if they fall, you know, I wouldn't mind taking. But I also, you know, wouldn't mind just going with another receiver or you still got Hawkinson, Goddard, some decent tight ends available. So Going to keep the flexibility here and going to go with Amari Cooper. Anything you're hoping for here as you see a couple picks ahead of you? Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to go wide receiver, wide receiver. Um, Jerry Judy is the one I got my eyes on. I'd be okay with Waddle as well. Um, I don't know if I'd do both of them, but I'd want one of them. So we'll see if uh, I'm sure one will get back to me because I can't see team three taking wide receiver. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Awesome. So as I lock in Amari, we've got Lamar Jackson and J.K. Dobbins. So your receiver wish worked out there. Yeah, so it is tough. Um, you know, historically, we, we've both liked DJ Moore a, a lot. Um, could be in line for a fine year. I just I'm not sure the upside's there unless like Baker goes there and, and 
turns his career around. Um, maybe, uh, but you know, the longer that drags on, the the less rapport they're going to have. It's going to take time to build that rapport. Yeah. Um, Jalen Waddle, like you, seems like a great play and might still be a great play, but the you know Hill arriving is worrisome. Uh, what's Tua going to be? Who knows? Um, so we'll see. Jerry Judy is a uh, a smash for me. Uh, with Russell Wilson coming there, it seems like a prime breakout year for him. Him and mm-hmm. Sutton, I, I think, are going to have great years. In fact, hey, I could grab Waddle, you know, another you know tight end wide receiver, and see if Sutton comes back to me. And it, again, we don't know where his ADPs. Oh, he's right there. He's not that. Yeah, far. he's, he's not too back. far down, so it's interesting. He's yeah, fairly may, high up there. Yeah, definitely not a not a play for me. Probably back into the round, but yeah. I think we're going to lock in Jerry Judy first. Um, just as he seems the, the easiest as far as like safety and, you know, potential breakout. Um, I do have another wide receiver in mind. I do keep flashing back to the tight end position and thinking, you know, Hawkinson's there. Yeah. It's an interesting spot here at the end of the fourth, beginning of the fifth. Yeah. Hawkinson, Dalton Schultz, Dallas Goddard's there. Dawson Knox, Ertz, Fryermuth. I just... I'm looking and I'm thinking, you know, Cole Komet's a good guy to gamble on at the end of the draft this year. Um, Albert O, but I'm, I just drafted Judy. I'm not sure I'd really want to do that. Um, somebody I don't know if I've heard people really talking about is Mo Alley Cox. People tend to like, and Matt Ryan loves his tight end. So yeah, he, he does. Seems, he seems like another late option that could work out. Did they, did they sign anyone? I know they drafted another actually really big um, tight end as well, but they did. I don't think they signed anyone else. Um, if they did I'm scrolling through here. Yeah. They got the Jelani woods, which it's just, he's going to take time. Tight ends always take time. Um, I'm not seeing unless anyone you're, else. Unless you're Kyle Pitts. Yes. Unless you're Kyle Pitts. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So I'm not seeing anyone else. So like, do I roll the dice on a commit? Do I lock in Hawkins? And now Blech. it's, it's tough. I think, think i'll probably roll the dice if the if the lions didn't draft uh the wide receiver who'd they draft well um the lions drafted uh, um uh, i'm i'm not i'm say brown um jameson crowder or jameson crowder jameson williams <laughs> jameson williams yeah wide yeah they, they did not draft him i'd probably be locking in hawkinson but they did, and that's going to cut that pie up a little bit. So I think I'm going to stick with my wide receiver choice, which is Michael Pittman. Um, I think he is like one of the only options <laughs> in Indy. Um, I, I'm not super worried about having him and Jonathan Taylor. I think he represents safety and potential breakout upside since he's got the best quarterback he's ever had um, and, and someone that, you know, was just recently, you know, everyone loved Calvin Ridley, you know, before everything went happened with Matt Ryan. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I think Matt Ryan could still support an elite guy. So, I'm going to lock him in. Waddle goes right after me, and Hawkinson goes right after that. So, if you were considering grabbing a tight end, uh, Hawkinson is now gone. The pool is shrinking, um, but you were on the clock, my friend. Yeah, and I was considering Hawkinson because I thought the guy that I wanted was going to go, and he didn't. Um, so Waddle, obviously, if I was looking wide receiver, uh, was, was an option. Hawkinson, um, I was also considering Joe Burrow, but there's still a couple of guys I think that I'd have to take over him. Um, but Joe Burrow, I think if you want to go quarterback early, 
I think you could do much worse, especially here in the fifth round. You've already got a couple of those you know, ones or positions, but you look through the quarter acquisition, you still got Russell Wilson, Tom Brady down there, Stafford, Deshaun Watson. You got a lot of options, and it's a one QB league. So it, it definitely is, it, there's a lot, a lot available there. So obviously, our boy DJ Moore is still there, but I'm going to go with Travis Etienne. I'm coming off the injury. The definition, I think, here of a post-hype sleeper, uh, still coming. It's not like he's got to get used to the quarterback because they played together for three years, I believe, at least two, maybe three years in college. And I do think he's going to look really good here, especially you know inserting him as my third running back, having two receivers already. You want to get that running back position, but you want to have the stability of wide receivers and really like the way the team is built there. So... Uh, any thoughts on ETN here before I lock him in? Yeah, I think he's a pretty solid pick. Um, I don't know. I guess I'd pull the trigger. I haven't really given him a lot of thought as to whether I'd pull the trigger on him or not. Um, yeah, I think I would, especially here in the fifth round. I think it's pretty solid. So, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, and it depends on your team makeup, right? You already had three running backs. So it wouldn't make sense for you. But I thought there was a decent chance that Team 3 would, but they still have gone to zero RB through five rounds yeah <laughs> so we'll lock in travis Etienne as my third running back and next up we've got dj moore elijah mitchell joe burrow Cortland sutton michael thomas chris godwin kyler murray uh at the turn aj Dillon and mike williams alan robinson marquise brown clyde Bridge lair deandre hopkins dalton schultz damian harris and Traylon burks Back I'm liking this, here. you know, you're doing all the reading of the names and I pretty much have nothing <laughs> I noticed to say. That. <laughs> I'm enjoying that. Uh, yeah, so we've got some options still available here. Quarterback, you've still got Hertz, Prescott, Wilson, Brady, Rogers, Stafford, Watson. So still quite a few, even though we've had six go off the board. Um, so obviously with computers and, and, you know, potentially in your league, there may be some teams taking two quarterbacks but uh there's six quarterbacks gone only six teams don't have a quarterback i just rattled off six names seven names eight names there that are definitely draftable so i am comfortable waiting i think there is a you know those six that went and another seven that i'd be really comfortable with and then you got your trey lance Derek carr you know upside guys cousins decent matt ryan a little further down Tannehill. that you're kind of fallback later options so i think quarterback is definitely this year again looks to be a position that i want to wait on um the tight end position is kind of the other one we'll look to as, as we're getting here closer to the mid rounds you want to look at the kind of onesie positions and we still got goddard we got dawson knox it starts to fall off a bit you got zeckerts pat fryermuth gasicki hunter henry falls off a, a decent bit there I'm um, looking behind me. It's only you, uh, and and then Goddard and Knox are both options that I that I don't mind. So I at this point, just from a strategic standpoint, would not take them. Um, but they both would be in consideration here, especially Goddard. But I, I you know really don't mind either of them. <clears throat> so I will hold off on that, and we'll just go back to the running back receiver well one more time, and then potentially consider taking a tight end in the next round. Running back position, we got Miles Sanders, the rookie Kenneth Walker out of Seattle, Kareem Hunt still available, Tony Pollard, 
Derek, uh, Devin Singletary, Chase Edmonds. Falls off a bit there. I guess, you know, James Cook possibly in Buffalo. But it really just Sanders and, and Hunt that are interesting, I think, here. Um, but not and not even <laughs> that interesting. Receiver, we've got um, Ross St. Brown, Adam Thielen, Brandon Cooks, uh, Drake London, Darno Mooney, Garrett Wilson. A lot of good options here. Devonta Smith a little further down that I mentioned as well. So there's still a, a lot of options I like. Um, the ones that stick out, I think, the most to me, uh, Brandon Cooks, one of the biggest unsung heroes in, in fantasy football, I think. He always just gets you know, looked over time and time again, and, and he has just been a very, very consistent player. Uh, uh, last year, wide receiver 20 in, in both standard and PPR. And you know, outside of that, he's been in the top 16 in PPR six or five out of seven seasons going into last year and was a wide receiver two again. So he's at the very least a top 20 receiver in six of his eight seasons with four different teams. It's, you know, it's just, you, you love to see it. He's, he's a very consistent player. He got him, um, Drake London, uh, not, you know, it's a good option, but Dante Smith, who I, I preached earlier and he's another guy that I absolutely love. I think he is due for a big season as well. So I'm going to put my money where my mouth is here. Cooks is, is is definitely appealing as a safer option, but having Evans and Cooper, I'm going to go at the upside. And I'm going to lock in Devonta Smith. I think he is really going to step into his own this year. Um, and there's still a few other receivers here that you know I wouldn't mind getting a Cooks or a London or a Mooney in the next round. Um, if you decide to, let's say, go back-to-back tight end just to spite me. I, I have some other uh, wide receivers here that I don't mind. So we're going to lock in Devonta Smith. After him goes Miles Sanders and Drake London. I should spite you. Um, <laughs> I sure hope you do. This whole time, I was I was like, oh, I want Cooks and Devonta Smith. They're going to be my two picks on this turn. There and it is. Two people you talk about. And I was like, <laughs> oh, man. Okay. You're by hope, and I just curveball and say, and I'm going to go tight end. Right? Yeah, yeah. I was hoping you had something else, and there'd be a third yeah. person. I'm like, oh, you know what? Drake London. I'll take a rookie. I got some vets on this team. Well, I'm glad I went Smith because I did want them both as well. And I thought maybe Steve's not all in on Smith. Maybe I take Cooks here and see if he gets to me. But I, I did, obviously, because I took him, wanted Smith a little bit more. So glad I took him here. I'd, I'd rather have him than uh, than Cooks at the, with this team makeup. And, and it sounds like that's going to be the case. And it sounds like he's one of your guys here. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm stuck between Cooks is a guy. I just go lock him in right now. Like you said it all. And, he is know, a guy, especially got, going three running backs in a row. I mean, you got upside guys in Pittman and, and Judy, but Cooks is just you can plug him in as a wide receiver too, and you're set. So you just need one of those two guys to hit, and you're exactly. in good shape. Yeah, he, he counters those too well. Yeah. Uh, now the other part of me wants to take another shot either on Amon Ross St. Brown or Darnell Mooney. Um, I don't think I would do anyone else. I mean, Juju, maybe, but probably not. Um, not yet. But I'd really like to take one of the a shot on one of those two. But I think tight end would probably be where I gotta go, and I gotta go Dallas Goddard. The more, the more I sit here and think about commit i'm just so uncomfortable doing it the bears are just in disarray and while it makes sense like there's two passing options it's mooney and commit like it's just i don't know if the touchdowns don't come then it's not that great and there's just so few other options i mean gronk's falling i'm assuming he's coming back you gotta think but yeah i guess you don't know 
and he would be a good option there. Um, Alberto is a nice breakout candidate. Irv Smith, maybe. I mean, we've been waiting for that for a while now. Yeah. Um, and Joku, somebody else has got to catch the ball in Cleveland, but we've been waiting for his breakout and it hasn't come either. You know, uh, Logan Thomas, maybe. Interesting. Um, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Cameron Brait, <laughs> if, if Grok doesn't come back. Yeah. Troutman's still there if you're still interested in that, you know, shot. So I, I think I'm just going to lock it in now. I'm going to go Goddard and just get tight end out of the way. And then uh, on the next turn, maybe draft a running back and a wide receiver. Maybe we'll start looking at quarterback. I don't know. We'll see who goes. So I'm going to lock him in. Uh, Russell Wilson goes right there at the 7-2 and then a lock it right afterwards. Yeah. So here is the decision. You know, do I lock in Knox? I think is probably the end of a tier. I mean, Ertz and Firemuth are fine. I, I think Knox slightly ahead of them, but I don't think it's that big of a drop off. And considering that there are three teams besides myself now that don't have a tight end, I think I can take that gamble. Uh, you know, if I do and fail, you're looking at your probably a Kasicki, uh, you know, taking a shot on Gronk or Komet, Aberdo. So that at that point you just punt completely. Um, quarterback, you have just you, myself, you, and three other teams that don't have a quarterback. But we still have Hertz, Prescott, Brady, Rogers, Stafford, Watson. I'd be okay with any of them. Obviously, with Watson, maybe you take a, a um, another quarterback as well, like a safety, uh, just because you think there's a chance that he doesn't play. There's still chances of suspension. There's still a lot more people coming out about it. And, and obviously this is fancy football. Everything that he's alleged of is, is horrible. And if he did do it, uh, you know, obviously there's going to be repercussions, but since there has not been anything officially, you know, charged against him, he is still available here in fancy football. And he's, he's still an option here at the quarterback position, which as we said, you know, just kind of gives it the depth there that you have with Hertz, with Prescott, Brady, Rogers, Stafford. So I don't think quarterback is an option here. Uh, I think it's once again, going back to the running back receiver. Well, we've got three of each, so we got a pretty good balance. Um, looking here, Amon Ross St. Brown, Adam Thielen, who it's interesting that, you know, he's taken a pretty big fall. I mean, last year he was still, you know, mid wide receiver two, wide receiver 28 here in PPR. Um, but then three of the four years before that, he was a wide receiver one, um, 17, he was nine, 18, he was seven, uh, 19, he was 63, only played 10 games, uh, within 10 lat two years ago and then 28 last year. So it's interesting that he's still available. He seems like a pretty safe option. Um, not something I'm, you know, thrilled with here. Like you said, Mooney's an option at running back Kareem Hunt and Kenneth Walker are interesting. I think Kareem Hunt maybe makes more sense for the team with Travis Etienne and Jonathan Williams, some younger guys there. But I, I don't know that I necessarily need it. And and as we said here, it's um, two running back, two receiver, two flex. Um, one of them can be a receiver or one of them can be a running back. So, you know, from a team building standpoint, I've got, you know, uh, the flexibility there. But you can start more receivers than running backs. You can't start that many running backs. So, it's uh, it's tough. I'm probably looking here, if I'm looking running back, Walker, Hunt. 
And if I'm looking receiver, probably Thielen or Mooney. Uh, but I don't, just don't love either of them. Another guy that's a little further down, I don't know if he gets back to me, but I do think has really big upside this year is Rashad Bateman. Um, it looks like he's probably not projected to get back, but he's someone that I think I'd much rather take a shot on him or Elijah Moore, let's say, over Mooney or Thielen here. I think, you know, while it's a heavy pass rushing offense, or it's still, he looks to be the guy outside of Mark Andrews. So, it's tough. Um, and and the thing with it is running backs are scarce here. So, uh, with younger running backs, I think I, I pass on Walker, especially not a great offense, and take a shot here on, on Kareem Hunt as just getting that depth, getting another solid running back so that I don't have to grasp for straws later. And then just hoping that one of those receivers I talked about gets back to me there. So we're going to lock in Kareem Hunt. After him, Amon Ross St. Brown, Kenneth Walker, Adam Thielen, Jalen Hurts, Tom Brady, so some quarterbacks going. Elijah Moore, Juju Smith-Schuster, Darnell Mooney, Dak Prescott, Garrett Wilson, Cordell Patterson, Tony Pollard. There goes Rashad Bateman, so Gamble didn't pay off there. Brandon Ayuk, Chris Olave, and Devin Singletary. So most of the receivers that I was interested in did go there as well. But the running back position does look scarce. I would have been looking at Edmonds, James Cook, Penny, um, not so hot. Uh, so I'm happy to have four running backs with that available. And receivers, we're looking at Hunter Renfro, Gabe Davis, Robert Woods, Chase Claypool. Uh, but the interesting thing is all three of those tight ends are still available. Um, given that all three of my teams behind me have tight end, don't need to make that decision here. But it's interesting to note that I, I can wait here at least one more round. Um, I don't think all three of you will take a second tight end. Uh, but I don't know that I'd be able to wait another round just because it does seem like some of these teams are going to start looking to maybe go a second tight end. Um, quarterback, we still have Rodgers, Stafford, and Watson, but it is just you and I left uh, on the quarterback trail, and they probably will not be lasting uh, too much longer with, I'm sure, some of these teams looking to take a second quarterback. Alas, uh, I'd be looking here at likely a wide receiver um, unless I want to go with a quarterback or tight end. So we're looking at Hunter Renfro, Gabe Davis, Robert Woods, um, Chase Claypool, Christian Watson, uh, Jameson Williams. Interesting options. Nothing that really is a, is a game breaker. I mean, Hunter Renfro, I guess, is solid, but what, I don't exactly know what the role is going to be there with Devontae Adams in tow. So May, you know, here in the first draft of the year, may pivot a bit and look to see if I can go quarterback, actually, um, just to get that position locked in, as I do think some of them are going to start going, you know, in the sec in, in this round and next round. Maybe you're looking at quarterback as well. And I'm going to make sure I rub it into you one more time and, and take our boy Matty Stafford here. Were you uh, possibly looking to take him next? I was not, and I'm not surprised at all that you're taking him. Um, <laughs> so I, I think that works out. Yeah, so we'll lock in Stafford here just to get that quarterback out of the way. Uh, and we're going to get Chase Edmonds and Chase Claypool go back to back after that. Yeah, so I was sitting here thinking, like, I'm not interested in Watson because of the looming suspension, and I kind of figured you want to be either. Um, 
it's hard to be interested in Rogers when like uh, weapons. I'm, not, I'm not even sure I can name all his weapons. So yeah. you know, uh, I figured you took the same approach. So then I settled myself on Trey Lance's as that upside you know, shoot for the moon kind of play. And I didn't know how you felt about that. So, and I kind of figured you would default to Stafford before rolling the dice like that. Um, now, do question. you think he gets back to you or do you think you that is a great question? Yeah. Um, that is a great question. You know, sleeper likes to draft their, their two, two QBs, not every team, but some teams will, I got two in front of me. So, you know, I, I could roll the dice and potentially get him. I, you know, I, Definitely one QBs going, I would think. This Mahomes, Josh Allen teams over here, teams five and six look primed to to take one. Um, although one doesn't have a tight end, so they really should be grabbing a tight end, I would think. Um, so I think I will roll the dice just to see. And like I know in the back of my mind, in a real draft, he would get back to me. Um, how you know some of the mm-hmm. quarterbacks here would still be available if it was a real draft. So. I'm going to pivot here. Um, I'm going to, I really wanted Chase Edmonds. I thought he made sense for my team because I could, uh, you know, I'm sitting with elite running backs. I could afford to roll the dice on him. Um, but then I'm looking at, you know, James Cook, who I, I think is a solid PPR option. They clearly wanted a pass catcher. Um, Penny could be the guy, but I believe he's already banged up, which is just typical Penny. Um, and then Melvin Gordon. I think it's going to have a pretty similar role to next year. So I think I'm going to grab Melvin Gordon as a more of a backup running back. I, I really wish I grabbed something with high upside. I just, I really don't see it here. Yeah, there's not a ton. Damien Pierce, maybe. Ramonde Stevenson, if he takes the role. Um, Daryl Henderson, if Akers isn't right. You know, Gainwell. Mm-hmm. I, I do like Gainwell this year. Um, but. It's too early for that. So I'm going to go ahead and grab Melvin Gordon as a backup running back and to grab somebody because it's been a long time and then pivot back to wide receiver. And uh, I'm going to take another shot on a wide receiver here. It's I, I'm not interested in Renfro. I'm, I'm just not. I, Robert Woods, no. Not now, anyway. Um, I don't think I want Watson or Jameson. Christian Watson's kind of interesting. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I think I am going to do Christian Watson. I'll take my shot on a Green Bay play. The guy I was thinking about was Kadarius Tony, <clears throat> just because he had some flashes last year, just being crazy. Um, but the team was also interested in getting rid of him, so I don't, eh, I don't know. So I'll take an upside shot with Christian Watson. Um, we do need to move along quite quickly here, Will. Yeah. Um, so we can get moving. We only got what four picks left, five picks left. Um, yeah, Gabe Davis just, yeah and, so we can work through it quick. Yeah, Gabe Davis goes, Renfro goes. You are on the clock. Let me refresh it here because it does not show me your picks just yet. All right, there we go. Yeah, so Melvin, Christian Watson, Gabe Davis, Hunter Renfro. Um, so at this point, it comes down to do I go at the tight end? Do I gamble? There's three guys I find in a tier here. And there are one, two, three teams that don't have a tight end, as well as a few that may um, not take one. So I am going to gamble here, and I'm going to go on uh, go with another young running back in James Cook. Uh, definitely was taken early, right? Running backs are king, uh, and they, they hold their weight in gold if they hit. So definitely a good trade bait available as well, but it just gives me that flexibility having that fifth 
running back. Do need to look at another receiver here at some point, but that gives me the option of going with another receiver or tight end here in the next round. So we're going to lock in James Cook. After him, Dawson Knox goes, Aaron Jones, Robert Woods, Kasicki and Fryermuth. So the tight ends start to go. Zach Ertz, Michael Carter, James Robinson, Trey Lance, Rashad Penny, Deshaun Watson, Derek Carr. So quarterbacks flying Ridiculous too. Ridiculous number Williams, of quarterbacks. Yeah. Mike O'Gallup, Ramondre Stevenson, and Ronald Jones. So the quarterback gamble for you uh, did not pay off as your boy Trey Lance goes there. Tight end gamble for me did also not pay off. Um, however, I don't really love any of the guys that are here. So even if one goes, not going to go with that position. So I'm going to look here to the wide receiver position. We've got Kadarius Tony, Tyler Boyd. Guy Moore is an interesting upside option that I like. Um, he, he's a rookie, so we'll see how he does. Um, and it looks like he picks up a hamstring injury, so maybe I should pick him since we are currently brethren in the hamstring injury realm. <laughs> Uh, you got Alan Lazard, Russell Gage, Kenny Galladay, Kenny uh, George Pickens. A lot of options, um, but I think the most, highest upside there is, is Sky Moore. I, I should be able to get some, you know, just decent, decent floor, but low ceiling options a little bit later. So we're gonna lock in Sky Moore after him, Isaiah Spiller, and Canaris Tony to you. Oh, okay. So um, uh, the top three quarterbacks are the ones I'm looking at: Kirk Cousins. I, I just. He's a he's your safe pick here, yeah. Um, and then Tua and Fields are, are your breakout candidates. Right now, I'm buying more into Tua given the weapons around him and mm. the overall like direction of the franchise and the fact that they added you know an absolute elite wide receiver. Yeah, you know, drafted an elite guy last year. The Bears refuse to do that. So Tua will be the guy that I'll hitch my wagon to on that front. Um, running backs. Not in love with the options. Um, this is more of a reasonable time for Kenneth Walker. So I'm kind of looking his way. Wide receivers. Lazard would be nice if I didn't have Watson. Yeah. Um, the other ones, Tyler Boyd's a, a kind of a safe pick. It might fit me kind of well. Um, but since when did I ever do that? I drafted. <laughs> my responsible pick was. Man. Yeah, I did a responsible thing with Cooks. I don't need to do it again. So yeah. I'm going to lock in Gainwell. Take an upside guy that maybe has some PPR value this year. Um, that'll be my kind of upside running back there. Um, uh, Gronk goes off right after me, Hunter Henry. You are back on the clock. All right. A couple of tight ends go here. So the question is Cole Komet, Alberto, no Fant, and Joku, still some decent options. Nothing that I'm in love with. So I think at this point, I probably am going to punt the position a little more. So we're looking at wide receivers or running backs. Um, there's not a ton of running backs. Damian Pierce is interesting, but I, I need to lock up that receiver position. And there's still a couple of interesting guys. Tyler Boyd, Christian Kirk. Uh, Russell Gage would be, wouldn't be bad, but I've already got Mike Evans, so don't really want to double down that position. Um, and then George Pickens. Some interesting options. Uh, I'm going to lock in... Here, gonna go with Christian Kirk. He got paid. He is, I think, you know, gonna have at least a decent season. And you now, this stage of the draft, I just need some depth at receiver, and he's not a bad fifth guy to have. Probably slots more as a fourth guy, you know, with Sky Moore as a rookie. So we'll lock in Christian Kirk after him. Tyler Boyd, Alan Lazard, Kirk Cousins, Russell Gage, Damian Pierce, Alexander Madison, Cole Komet. 
Jarvis Landry, Kenny Galladay, George Pickens, Albert O, Jacoby Myers, Irv Smith, Noah Fant, Ronald Rondale Moore, and Naeem Hines. So once again, a lot of the tight ends go. Um, so, you know, really just punting at this point. There's some late options I would have been taking a shot on, but at this point, I'm really going to be working the waivers likely to be getting a tight end. So we're back to the wide receiver position and the running back position. Uh, Daryl Henderson is interesting. He was the two there before, um, and it's it's really him and Cam Akers. A lot of people are pretty you know happy with Akers, but we'll see. Um, I think Henderson is not a bad pick here, as, as I think he is kind of the you know one A, maybe arguably two. Shot White isn't bad there in Tampa, um, but a couple of decent options. Receiver, um, Tim Patrick is, is an interesting, just kind of safer option that makes sense for my team as well. So those are the two I'm thinking about here. Uh, there is a team that only has two running backs behind us. That's wild. And another team that only has three. So I think I'm going to go with the running back upside here. Hope that Patrick gets back. If he doesn't, you know, there'll be another safe option maybe i don't like as much as patrick but something but i like you know daryl henderson as just another running back to add to the core here just get some depth uh, so after him justin fields rashad white to you i find this a difficult spot um hey i forgot dj chuck in detroit um <laughs> quick call out um this atlanta dude that i never pronounce his name right tyler uh Allegier. Yeah, Algier, whatever. Algier. Um, potential starting running back here. Possible, uh, yeah. I mean, you got him, you got what? Um, Corderell Patterson. That's, Patterson, and then um, what's his name? Uh, Damian Williams. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So potential starter. Um, Raheem Mostert's pretty interesting here. Um, and then at the wide receiver position, MVS is kind of the guy I've been wanting to take a shot on in Kansas City because he is so late. I also like Devontae Parker in New England because I don't think there's any elite wide receivers in New England. So I, I feel like he could fill that hole. Um, so I think I'm going to go ahead and lock in Parker now because he's the one I like the most. Mm-hmm. I think MVS is probably just a stupid gamble. You know, follow the money makes sense with him, but I don't, I don't know. He, he drops too many balls. So I think I am going to grab uh, Algier or whatever. Um, and Atlanta is just a shot at a. Uh, Starting running back here in the thirteenth round. Uh, I got one pick left. Will you got two? Trevor Lawrence and uh, John Dotson go off the board. You're up. Yeah, easy one for me. Punt in the tight end position, as I mentioned, and Tim Patrick was a guy that I was interested in. Um, so going to take him as just a nice safe option here. A couple other names to call out here. OD, OBJ still there. Hasn't signed with the team yet, but um, you know, still a good talent, and at this stage of the draft, is not a bad guy to pick up and roster. Um, yeah, as you mentioned, Chark's still there. Some rookies available. Um, Jameson Crowder, not a bad option as well. It's just kind of that Beasley replacement there in Buffalo. But for me, I'm going to take Patrick on you know more of a high-octane offense, hopefully. So lock it in, Tim Patrick. After him, Tyler Higby, Marquise, uh, Marquise Valdez-Scantling, DJ Chark, Jameson Jameis Winston, Marlon Mack, DJ or uh, JJD McKissick, Nicole Hardman, David Njoku, Raheem Mostert, The Turn, Matt Ryan, Khalil Herbert, Odell Beckham, Chuba Hubbard, Gus Edwards, Hayden Hurst, and Mac Jones. Back to me, 
needing a tight end, and the landscape is bleak. We've got Robert Tunyon, Evan Ingram, Logan Thomas, Gerald Everett, Trey McBride at rookie in Arizona, um, Taysom Hill, who I do hear is going to play primarily tight end this year and is only listed as a tight end. So interesting to hear that and not a bad, you know, take a shot on to see how he does to start the year. Um, Austin Hooper in Tennessee, not a bad option. Johnny Woods, as you mentioned, Roy Cox, another big tight end, um, Cameron Brate, C.G. Ozama. There's not a, a ton that I love here. You called out Moiley Cox. I think he's an interesting option to take a shot on. It would be him or maybe an Evan Ingram um, there in Jacksonville. I've already got two Jaguars. Don't want to hitch my wagon too much to them. Um, so it comes down to Taysom Hill or Moiley Cox. Hill maybe is used more as a gadget. We'll see. And they did get a few extra receivers there. So I'm going to take a shot on Moe Cox, see if you know he ends up being one of the favorites there for new quarterback Matt Ryan. If not, pretty easy to move on from. But lock him in as my tight end. Uh, after him, Chris Carson and Jamal Williams. Yeah, so for me, running backs, you know, Zamir White's kind of interesting. Um, Daryl Williams, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. Not a, a ton of great options there. Wide receiver, David Bell, Ak Pierce, Van Jefferson, uh, Jalen Tolbert, Robbie Anderson, Jamison Crowder. Not a ton of great options there. KJ Osborne, maybe. Uh, so what I'm actually going to do is draft a second quarterback. Uh, and that guy's going to be Zach Wilson. Um, you know, not a ton of, you know, not, I'm not, not confident in Tua. I'm just not super confident in him either. He's got a great situation, but it doesn't mean he's going to take a step up. So I'll take another shot on a guy that could step up, another team that has put weapons around their young quarterback. Um, don't think it's a bad shot to take and, you know, we can cut him if need be. So we'll put it there. That finishes up the draft. So my team here from the 101, I have two quarterbacks, Tua and Zach Wilson. Uh, running backs, Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Jones, Leonard Fournette, Melvin Gordon, Kenneth Gainwell, Tyler Algeir, and then uh, wide receiver, Jerry Judy, Michael Pittman, Brandon Cooks, Christian Watson, Devontae Parker, and then Goddard at tight end. What is your team looking like there, Will? All right. So we are looking at Matt Stafford at quarterback, Austin Eckler, Devontae Williams, Travis Etienne, Kareem Hunt, James Cook, and Daryl Henderson at the running back position, Mike Evans, Mari Cooper, Devontae Smith, Sky Moore, Christian Kirk, at Tim and Tim Patrick at wide receiver, and Mo Ali Cox, tight end at Indianapolis as my tight end. So what do you think about your team? First draft um, of the year. Yeah, not bad. I mean, I love the RB depth and you know, Stafford is, you know, a quarterback I'm happy to walk away with. Like the top end of my receivers, but definitely wish I would have went a little bit more receiver heavy a little bit earlier, let's say, um, just to get some more depth there. Uh, Sky Moore, Kirk, and Tim Patrick don't inspire a ton of confidence, but hopefully I don't really need them as, as they're likely more depth plays. Um, but yeah, overall, you know, not, not too mad at the team here early on. I think I like my team a fair bit. Um, very strong at running back. I'm comfortable with the wide receivers I ended up with. Judy Pittman cooks. Sounds Mm -hmm. good to me. Um, Goddard should be good enough to get me by. It's really the quarterback position that has me worried. Um, but I think I'm also in a position where if it doesn't work out, I can trade a Leonard Fournette or Aaron Jones for a, Mm -hmm. 
you know, a, a another, you know, a Kareem Hunt and a Matt Stafford, you know, from mm-hmm. the team or, you know, something like that. Downgrade wide receiver, upgrade yeah. quarterback, something like that. Um, overall, I'm pretty happy, especially given the gambles I took and, and being in the one-on-one spot. Yeah. First uh, official mock here of the mock season as we enter summer in, in June. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting ready for uh, plenty more, I'm sure. So tune in next week for another mock draft as we uh, continue to, to iron out our strategies for the year. Until then, folks, trust your board.